You're listening to the Auburn Express. What's up in War Eagle War Report family? You got Ike Jones and we are back with another Auburn Express morning drop. Today we are talking about spring camp. It has started and we'll get our initial reactions. Mike G was present. He's here to tell us all about it. Y'all know how we do right here, War Report style. Let's drop it on them. Morning drop. It is Wednesday, February the 28th, and we are here talking a little spring camp for Auburn football. Ike Jones, Mike G in the place to be. And uh, Mike G, you were present at spring camp. Want to get your initial thoughts and reactions to everything. Before we get into the conversation, we want everybody out there to go ahead and do the necessary. That's liking the video, subscribing to the channel, sharing the content. If you're out there in the land of podcasts, we appreciate you getting in with the Auburn Express this morning. Uh, But Mike G, let's start the conversation. We're going to just talk offense today. Uh, we got time to go in and talk about the uh, defense and camp, um, but we'll talk offense first and foremost because, you know, I mean, let's be fair. That's what everybody really wants to talk about. Yeah. We can talk about defense, but they really want to talk offense, and we'll definitely get into the defense. Uh, let's start with the obvious stuff and the quarterback position. We've been talking quarterback the last couple of days here on the show. Um, you got an opportunity to check out the quarterbacks and the people who they're going to be primarily throwing the football to, and that's the wide receivers. Um, but how do the quarterbacks look out there today uh, from your assessment? Well, first of all, I all eyes are going to be on quarterback. Obviously, Peyton Thorne is the incumbent starter, uh, followed up by Holden Gurner, who was on this team last year. And then you got Hank Brown, who came in in the bowl game and turned a lot of heads, followed by Walker White. Now, you had two other quarterbacks working off to the side, but we don't expect them to be a factor. That's uh, Jackson Barkley and um, the other guy. But <laughs> <laughs> doesn't matter. He's not playing. Uh, the guys who are playing, though, and will be competing – what we saw is we saw Thorne and Gurner go out in the kind of working side by side today. Yeah. So John Colvin, that's the other guy. Just John in case, yeah. in case okay. Colvin's yeah. family's I, watching, you I, want to make sure you get your name I mean, in there. John. Yeah. Um, yeah. But we saw Thorne and Gurner holding, uh, uh, working side by side today. So this is about what I expected. The two experienced guys out there together, you know, working in tandem. Uh, and then you saw White and Brown working in what I would call the second group, but we know from what Coach Free said last year, there may not be a depth chart right. at this point. And, and he'd be asked, like, hey, you know, it's do we go by this depth chart? And he'd say, there's no depth chart. Now, he right. prop- promised an open QB competition after the bowl game. It certainly looked like that. So although they were working in different groups, they were throwing to a variety of receivers today. So it wasn't like any quarterback was stuck with the preferred walk-ons or the scout team receivers. Everybody was throwing to everybody out there today, and they looked all looked pretty sharp. This is a – hear me out. This is a quarterback room full of pure passes this year. You know, I I would put Thorne in that group. This is a quarterback room full of pull, uh, uh, full of pure passers, and um, you know, I think that that is why you go out and you get the receivers you do because these are the types of quarterbacks you have. They need guys they can throw to, sit back and sling it to, and we saw them working on a lot of that today in their first practice of the spring. 
Okay. All right. That's definitely good to hear. Pure passing. That's something that I don't <laughs> think we've had a quarterback room full of those in a very long time for Auburn. I actually can't remember the last time I could actually make that statement. If somebody in the comment section right now is pulling their hair out, what about this year, Ike, when they had? I don't know. Man. <laughs> it is what it is. Uh, but, you know, the quarterbacks have to throw the ball to someone. And a lot of people's what's the word that I want to use frustration with the offense last year was the perceived lack of talent in the wide receiver room. What did the wide receiver group look like when you were out there watching them? Again, they looked physically ready. Now, um, obviously clips all over social media at this point of Cam Coleman, uh, you know, he's a, a big guy in terms of height, but maybe not the, you know, stockiest guy. Right. He's put on some muscle already since he's been at Auburn. He he looks ripped right now. So uh, Cam Coleman bulking up a little bit to be able to stiff arm those DBs and 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 win those hands fights. Look, Cam Coleman is you know if you if you talk to the players, you talk to the quarterbacks, you talk to anybody around this program, it's largely believed that this kid is going to start game one. He's that good. Number five overall recruit in the country. You don't bring him in to sit. You bring him in to play him. And he looked the part out there today. Now, outside of him, surprise, uh, I think, of the spring will be Robert Lewis, the transfer Mm. from Georgia State. I've heard a lot of buzz about him so far. Go go ahead. Yeah, Robert Lewis is, again, an experienced guy at this, you know, in college football that they expect to come in and be – Kind of a safety net. If you don't have, outside of Coleman, if receiver isn't going good and your incumbents and the young guys aren't stepping up, Robert Lewis is a guy that they're going to look to for some experience to go out there and be able to do uh, some good things. He's fast. His speed, I, I feel like his speed was underrated coming in, and he surprised his teammates with his speed. Certainly saw a little bit of that out there, just kind of natural speed, Ike, running routes and and and, and getting to the ball. So Robert Lewis is a guy. Now, and, and then running through the rest really quickly, we saw Caleb Burton out there. Uh, the, the quickly becoming a fan favorite, Dylan Gentry <laughs> was out there, the preferred walk-on from Phoenix City uh, and friend of Cam Coleman. Uh, but, you know, you look at the rest of this receiver room, Jay Fair looks ready. Coy Moore was out there kind of going first in front of everybody. Camden Brown um, and uh, Bryce Kane is here. Mm-hmm. Right. So Malcolm Simmons, Perry Thompson, not on campus yet. Bryce Kane, Cam Coleman are on campus. Those guys were out there and, and they looked good. They looked healthy. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. All right. So let's go and uh, talk about, I think, one of the stronger groups and the folks that have to make sure that they have enough room to operate. (laughs) And let's talk about the running backs and the offensive line next. Uh, The running back room, there there are no surprises in this room about what the talent level is. Mm. Um, This time, uh, in Coach Hufrey's spring, he will have Jarquez Hunter there. No, so no suspension uh, this year for Jarquez Hunter during the spring camp, um, and, and n- nothing to have to worry about with that. But should have the full comp. Well, he actually he was there last spring. He was fall that he missed last year. It was during the summer that they had that whole situation. But um, what what did you feel about how the running backs looked out there during the first day of spring? I. It was once believed that there could be some attrition in this room. 
Mm-hmm. And then Auburn flipped the script and returned everybody <laughs> yeah. in the running back room. So obviously Jarquez is back. He looks strong as ever. He looked quick out there today going through drills. Damari Austin was another one that people questioned whether he might actually uh, test the portal and see if he could find himself a home. He believes himself to be a Division One back at, at the P5 level. Uh, a lot of other people do as well, including his new running backs coach Derek Nix. Uh, so uh, they're going to be looking to use him. But outside of that, you had the young guy, Jeremiah Cobb, who played well in, in spurts for Auburn yeah. last year. Uh, he was out there, again, looks a little bigger than he was last year, but okay. just as quick. So um, I'd be interested to see how they utilize him with Damari and Jarquez in the fold. Uh, behind that, you know, Sean Jackson, Justin Jones, those guys, um, they're adjusting to a new position coach. So this is one of those positions where they're adjusting to a new position coach. Right. Um, and uh, it was interesting seeing him out there kind of coaching them. Uh, they seem to have taken to him already. He seems well-liked. Um, you know, particularly what I look for when I see new coaches on the field is, you know, how clearly do they instruct and do the players seem to be processing the things that he is telling them while on the practice field? It looked very natural. It looked like they have a cohesive relationship already, and I think that that's encouraging for that group. Yeah, I mean, listen, he's one of those guys that's worked with Coach Freeze before, so he should it shouldn't be foreign to him what a Coach Hugh Freeze practice is supposed to look like. Um, you know, he's familiar with the offense, so it shouldn't be familiar with him what kind of things that the coach is asking him to get the running backs to do. So um, I expect big things from that group. You didn't mention Brian Batty. Oh, I'm uh, sorry. But, uh, Batty was out there. He was out there. Okay. Uh, so, yes, I forgot Batty. Batty, um, uh, again, I didn't notice any physical changes in Batty uh, today, uh, but we're going to take a closer look at him in some in some uh, future practices to see how he's doing. But all those guys were there. And, and again, it, it was a pleasant surprise to see so many people just on the field, not injured, ready to go. Mm. Yeah, yeah, definitely good to hear that. Um, you know, hopefully that will be the story as we get to the end of the spring camp when we get closer to A Day. Um, oh, so let's talk about the the guys in front of them, the big uglies, the the trenches of the offensive line. Where, um, you know, this is a group that mixed results last season and a lot of new faces in this room as far as uh, playing time is concerned. Uh, any notes or thoughts on the offensive line as they got. Uh, out there for the first day of spring camp. Connor Lou looks like a monster. Now, th- this young man made some waves uh, in spell of Avery Jones last year, uh, but they're going to be looking to improve pass protection behind the, uh, these, you know, in front of these quarterbacks. Hear me out, Ike. If Peyton Thorne isn't your guy, this group 100% has to step up right. because the other dudes are not running from anything. <laughs> Uh, they're going to be back there and they're going to need time to throw and time to process. So uh, Connor Lou again, impressed me. I think that man is going to be a star in this league. Uh, So he's going to take the next step. I'm going to keep a close eye on him uh, during future practices. And then obviously Dylan Wade, Uh, Dylan Wade is another guy who, you know, our guy Cole Kublik was so high on Dylan in the preseason. He had ups and downs last year. You know, maybe some disappointing penalties at times. Uh, I think that if you asked him, he will tell you that he can play much better than what we saw last year. So, again, he looks physically ready. Now, Jeremiah Wright is another guy that I expect to start on that line. Again, Hmm. looked healthy. He was out there. 
Um, and then you had um, Zavion Miller as well, too, uh, who was on the field. And, um, you know, those guys were communicating. They were kind of going through just basic drills while we were at two-on-one drills while we were out there uh, today. Now, if you don't know anything about these practices, we get a viewing window of about 20 minutes. They didn't right. do any team stuff today, so we never we never saw these position groups work together today. Hopefully next week we'll see a little bit of them working together um, in, in, in a team period. But today we didn't get that. I think they were just running through some things. And again, everybody there looked healthy. I didn't notice any knee braces, no... Nobody looked hobbled. They're like Auburn seems to be coming into the spring 100% healthy. That's definitely good to hear. Again, hopefully that continues to be the case um, as we get uh, through spring and, and guys aren't dropping like flies out there. There was kind of an issue in, in the the, uh, the middle portions of spring and getting into that late summer portion where, uh, particularly in the wide receiver group, there was a lot of injuries. So hopefully they continue to be okay out there with that stuff. Yeah, Ike, let me add one more thing about this O-line. In a previous morning drop segment, we talked about the percentage of run-to-pass this year. I think – Freeze really wants to even that out. And, and this group is going to be instrumental in, in moving that number from a 61 rush, 61% of the time they ran the ball, 39% pass. Uh, you know, I think he really would like to get that rush percentage closer to mid 50s. Right. If he can this year, you know, and if Peyton Thorne isn't the quarterback, certainly those rush numbers are going to come down quite a bit because he the quarterbacks had over a hundred rush attempts last right. year this o-line is going to be instrumental in making sure that freeze can run get take one step closer to the type of offense that he's going to want to run in 2024 which is a good amount of pass attempts more plays right and, right. and still maybe even just a little bit more run heavy but not as much as we've seen the last two years uh here at auburn in his last year at Liberty when they had the quarterback carousel going. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, Coach Freeze, I'm sure when uh, the media gets an opportunity to, to ask him questions, that'll be something that they'll ask about, about, you know, kind of what's the plan for utilization of the quarterback run? And, um, you know, is, is he going to get closer to the balance that he wants to? And he'll probably say he doesn't have any of those answers, but still people will definitely ask him. All right. Well, we only have one more group that we need to discuss, and that's the tight ends. But before we get into that, we definitely want to get you a word from today's show sponsor, and that's our folks over at Manscaped. 2024 is here and in full swing, and that means it's time for a New Year's resolution check-in with our friends at Manscaped. It's never too late to level up on your grooming game and keep your bush tame. Manscaped's new Lawnmower 5.0 Ultra is every man's cheat code to look good, feel good, and turn the page on confidence this new year. Whether you're going to trim or going for that clean shaven look, the trimmer has you covered. Trusted by over 10 million men worldwide, now is your time to get a grip on your grooming with our exclusive offer by going to manscaped.com and using code REPORT for 20% off plus free shipping. The ball has dropped, but don't drop the ball on your balls. That sounds a little painful. I don't know Manscaped about dropping the ball on your balls. I get what y'all was going for on that one. Uh, but yeah, man, you guys make sure you check out Manscaped. 20% off plus free shipping when you use code Rapport. War Report family, you are listening to The Morning Drop 
where we talk about the most recent and relevant Auburn sports news. We broadcast live from the War Report's YouTube channel on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday mornings at 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 Central Time. You're welcome to come watch it live, but the live chat is reserved for our YouTube channel members only. So come on by, become a member, and get active in the best Auburn sports community on the webs. We'll be right back after we pay a couple bills. Thanks for sticking around through the ad break. Now here's the rest of your morning drop. Uh, but let's get over into the last position group that we have here. And that's the tight end group. Outside of the running back room, I think most people would agree that the tight end room is probably the most talented top to bottom group uh, where you feel as if you can rotate a lot of folks out there and still have productivity. Um Listen, I saw a little social media clip of Rivaldo Fairweather going up there and and getting one. Um, this is going to be a group I think that is going to be expected to or be relied on heavily this year for Coach Hugh Freeze. How did the tight ends look out there today? Uh, they looked good. Rivaldo Fairweather obviously has become an even bigger monster than he was last year. Luke Deal looks physically ready. Michael Riley Ducker is a unit yeah, he's, he's a <laughs> oh my god michael riley uh is looks ready to go um you saw i saw brendan fraser out there uh look rico walker had, the transfer guy rico walker that's right yeah rico walker was there if you had if i had to pick you they are super talented top to bottom as you mentioned but if i had to pick a group that i say i did this group get better did they stay the same mm. You know, this might be a group I put in that super talented, but again, not a lot of changes here outside of the addition of Rico Walker. Now, um, Luke Deal did not catch a pass in 2023. No, did not. <laughs> not a single catch, uh, and 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 struggled sometimes in pass uh, um, in blocking downfield. Uh, so that's where that group needs to get better. For and sure. I can tell you. The best blocker in that room is Michael Riley Ducker. So he is actually my pick for uh, top three players on offense that can make the biggest move from where he's at into the starting lineup. Hmm. Michael Riley Ducker. Uh, again, super talented guy. And we saw flashes of this at times. I mean, he caught a touchdown pass, like a 40-yard touchdown pass from Robbie last year. Yeah. Um, it, it, you know, Again, he can block. Yeah, he's just got experience in front of him. And, you know, they somehow got all these guys to come back. When we had Luke Deal on our fireside, he made it seem like this was going to be his last yeah. year of playing college football, yeah. and suddenly he's back. So, um, you know, another year in college for him. And uh, yeah, But if you're Micah, you've got to be able to overcome the experience in front of you at some point. So again, I love Luke Deal. I think he is your model student athlete, but didn't contribute anything, not a single yard in the past game last year. It would behoove me that if you're going to take Rivaldo Fairweather out of the game, Michael Raleigh Ducker has to be the next man up to go in and try to go make plays for you. He's got a great catch radius. He is a tall target. Yeah. He can he's just as fast as all of them, man. Like get him on the field in 2024 for these quarterbacks and let them develop some chemistry with him. So I'm looking at Michael Riley Ducker here to, 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 to make a move in that group. We didn't see a lot from Rico, uh, Rico Walker, um, but again, he, 
he looked decent. Again, they were just running through basic drills today. We saw a little bit of pitch and catch between the quarterbacks and the tight ends. Uh, so it, we're going to keep an eye on him to see if he's a guy who might shake up a little bit of that tight end room behind Rivaldo Fairweather. Yeah, I'm looking forward to what Rico Walker can provide. I think he is more of the the pass catching tight end as far as his body makeup is concerned. But to mm-hmm. your point, uh, the guy that can do it all in that room for me is going to be Michael Riley as well, just because he's 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 built the, the right way to be able to go out there and be kind of like an additional offensive lineman, but he has the ability to go out there and move and he can catch the ball really well. I'm looking forward to seeing what he can provide for this offense. I, you know, I've, I, I rave about him all the time when I'm looking at his film and I'm looking forward to, to seeing more film from him coming up this year. All right. Um, before we get in out of here, any just final thoughts on uh, this spring camp kickoff uh, with the media viewing window? Uh, Hugh Freeze looks to be in good spirits. Uh, he came over uh, to where we were standing, fist bumped a few of us while we were standing there filming drills. Uh, you know, he was surveying practice, just kind of keeping his eyes on things. Um, didn't see him directly coaching anything during that media period, but he certainly was out there observing his team, his players, and his new coaches. Derek Nix seems to have just jumped right into the, the fray, man. He looks like he belongs out there you know, with this coaching staff. So um, I was encouraged to see, hear his style of coaching and how he coaches play. It's just very motivating to hear that. And I think that the players are going to really respond to him. I know, you know, Cadillac, those are big shoes to fill. Yeah, absolutely. Those guys really, really like him in that room. And, um, you know, it's going to be interesting to see how Derek Nix uh, carries on that legacy at running back there with a very, very talented uh, group of backs. So uh, my, my uh, initial impression is that they're ready, man. They're ready to get in here. They're itching for football right now. I think a lot of them uh, were happy to return to football activities in this way. I know a lot of them told me that uh, privately as well, too. So we'll see. Hopefully they can keep everybody healthy through the spring and we'll see what they can put up on A-Day. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Well, well, I'm looking forward to seeing what comes next. Definitely looking forward to hearing from Coach Hugh Freeze at the uh, the, the first media availability of the spring. Uh, we're going to get out of here, but we want you to make sure that you remember the morning drop is always brought to you by the folks at Rogue Shop. Head over to RogueShop.com using code Rapport for America's number one online dispensary. That is the Rogue Shop uh, for sleep, stress, anxiety, pain. You got something right there at the Rogue Shop that you can get a remedy for any of those things. Use code report when you do it. That lets them know the folks at the War Report sent you. Uh, Before you get out of here, please like the content. Subscribe to the channel if you're on YouTube. Share the content, whether you're on YouTube or podcast. Give us that five-star review over on pod. And we'll be back at you with another morning drop on tomorrow. Uh, We definitely are going to be skipping the midweek show because Auburn basketball. uh, So we'll be definitely reacting to that. But until the next time, and as always, we're